0: So if you're a gamer, Check News is the site for you. Check them out on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch at the handle at Check News and at CheckNews.com.
1: It's time, streaming live from Cleveland, Ohio. Presenting the undefeated, undisputed, heavyweight podcast of the world. The big
0: play. We
2: Welcome to the Big Play re Show. What is going on, everybody? I'm your host, Big Play Dave, alongside Chris McNeil and Nick Padone. Gentlemen, how are you?
0: Dave, I'm really good. We got a big week of sports this week, huh? It's about time. You got the National Championship for Basketball that people have already, I think, forgotten about that's
2: on tonight. What, at like 9.27 p.m. Eastern?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Isn't that nice? 9 20 like what is uh, i don't know the schedule it on, it on a, a saturday. saturday wait a week put it on a saturday no doubt about it of course you've got my favorite a tradition unlike any other dave the masters oh, this week jim nance speaking to you in his dulcet tones as i fall asleep on the couch watching it day after day i just the masters there's nothing like it of course and uh can't wait for that to start up this week. And
2: Yeah, Chris, are you coming Major to league
0: baseball then, too,
2: Dave? I mean, this That's is this cool. a big week, man. It is. Are you coming to the big play golf outing, a tradition like no other this weekend? I- Saturday I what? Is that this weekend? Little, little tournament. Yeah. Uh, I did not know about this. Did I know about this, Dave? I should have done a better job inviting you. Nick, what's going on, man? How are you? What's happening? I'm doing well, guys. How are you? fan freaking tastic love it love it yes um all right so tonight on the show let's let's just get right into it we are going to kick it off with our big play power rank of the week after that we're gonna talk a little baseball our featured interview of the week the playing dealers joe noga friend of the show I, like he's I wonder where right.
0: he's going to be this week, Dave. If everybody will recall, last time he was on the show, he was deep in the bowels of the Jake in like a cafeteria like... that was closed down, and he was doing an interview during a game, and it was
2: fantastic. It looked like time. he was in a closet. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. was great. Well, yeah, we'll 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 see where he is this this week. Uh, then we'll get into Cleveland headlines brought to you by TSC Cleveland, and we will wrap it up. Let's kick it off with some power rank Monday. It's time. Completely changed it at the last second, and we are going all Tom Hanks, and we are going to be power ranking the best Tom Hanks movies of all time. Dave, do you want to set yeah. the scene as to why we are oh, to power no, ranking no, no. randomly all of the Tom Hanks movies? I don't movies. want to keep it like completely random, but yes, so Tom Hanks is, is forever entwined with our Cleveland Guardians. And Chris, we were talking about, I wonder how much Tom Hanks made off of that. You guys think he did it for free. I think he got paid like at least a hundred grand, which would be about 2% of the salary for the Cleveland Guardians. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> um, Yeah. So Tom Hanks, he's the, the biggest thing with guardians baseball going on right now. So top three, Tom Hanks movies I got of it. all time. The guy from big.
3: Tom Hanks. That's it. Ah, oh, funny guy, Tom Hanks. Everything he says is a stitch. I have
0: a <laughs> I like how you cut, cut
2: that right there.
0: You're out of context. Everybody's
2: gonna be like, what was that? All right, let's so let's start this. Nick, do you know who Tom Hanks is?
3: I do. He's throwing out the first pitch for the Guardians on opening day.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, so right before we went on. Oh Nick man. Like, Nick's like, why is why is Toy Story on this list? Like who is Tom Hanks in Toy Story? <laughs> Me and Chris are like, it's freaking Woody.
0: <laughs> Nick had no clue. No, no clue. clue.
3: I think the only celebrity voice that I know that has done like a cartoon movie is Alan DeGeneres, is Dory.
2: Oh, oh yeah. 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 Do you so know you who, don't know who Buzz is? Do you know who I'm Tim Allen is? I mean Tim Allen is Santa Claus. Yes, okay, you knew who he was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Me and Chris watched a show called Tool Time, Home Improvement. Growing up. Uh, yeah.
0: <clears throat> and then do you know who played the pig? I don't know what the pig's name was in Toy Story.
3: That that helps. Not I, I have don't no know. idea.
0: John Ratzenberger from Cheers. Do you know what Cheers is? Nope. Nick? You All right, heard let's of, get into this
3: Cheers. one. No, I have no. You've idea. never heard of Cheers? No, this Nick, this power
0: rank well, is everyone a good one.
2: knows your name except Nick
0: doesn't know it. You
2: know it's it's getting bad when Nick's telling us, "All right, stop." All right, that's <laughs> no, I don't know what Cheers is. All right, top <sighs> three know. movies. Each one of us picks one. We'll let Joe pick one afterwards. Nick, limited, probably amount. The of very
3: of limited. Very limited arsenal. Middle.
2: I'm willing to go,
3: though, the goat of Tom Hanks movies as far as it's the really probably the only one that I've seen is Forrest Gump. That's one of the best movies ever, not alone just Tom Hanks. But one of the best movies ever. So Forrest Gump is for sure my number one. And there's so many references, so many pop culture references that have come from that movie. And even without that stuff, it's still a pretty good movie regardless. So Forrest Gump is my number one for sure.
2: Yep. Okay. Chris, you're fresh off date night. Are you going with You've Got Mail?
0: You've got mail. Yeah, that was it. In terms of date movies back in the day, wasn't it? Oh, Meg Ryan. Yeah. Meg Ryan, the it girl. Well, not the it girl. She was the girl next door. Everybody. Yep. The girl next door. Or how about Sleepless in Seattle? There's yeah. another one
2: for you, Dave. Yeah. Philadelphia. So what? Okay. So what are some other Go over- versus the volcano? There you go. Did yeah, you ever okay. That
0: one. No,
2: I don't do think so. That one? Castaway. That
0: thing you do. There you go. That's the one that spurned a song that was actually like number one on the charts. How about Green Mile? Green Mile's a good one. That's a Stephen King right there.
2: You know what? I'm going to go. So we each get to pick one. So Nick went Forrest Gump. I'm going to go big. You're going to go big. That's very, good. Going big. very good. i big. Yeah. I love that movie. Nick, have you seen big?
3: I thought you meant that you were going big and then you were going to say the movie like, that. oh, it's a big movie. And then you were going to say what the movie was.
2: Nick, Nick, go watch Nick things, things over there. <laughs> it's a great movie. Tom Hanks is a kid. He wants to grow up, and he gets his wish and becomes Tom Hanks. Oh. He goes and gets a job and works at, what is it, like a toy company.
0: Well, and the scene when he's on the big piano, you know, the, the floor mat piano, that's just
2: iconic. I feel like we're playing baseball cards, Nick. He just has no idea what we're talking about. No way.
3: Somebody it. just commented on Facebook. Next power rank. What eighties and nineties does Nick know? Not much. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Remember Splashed?
2: Splash? Splash? No. That Mermaid. Chris, what are you going with? Or Money Pit? Money Pit wasn't. Money that. Pit's good. League of Their Own is a fantastic. That,
0: that was the movie. one I was going to go with, Dave. To be honest with you, as okay. long as we're going with the baseball theme, I thought that was a fantastically done movie. There are some great lines in there. He played a great character. It was it was really, you know, for anybody who hasn't seen uh, Nick, have you seen that movie? League? I, of This League one I have it. seen. Uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. I thought that I've seen was just one about
3: every movies. sports Pretty movie.
0: Good. Yeah, yeah. That that was a good one. So I'm going to go <laughs> ahead and throw that one on the list somewhere.
2: All right. So we've got. Forrest Gump, Big, and League of Their Own. I yeah, feel like the only Toy Story it's it's animated, so we're gonna we'll leave that off. Voiceover
0: work, I'm not gonna count. What about Castaway? I never saw it, Dave. I what? never saw the movie. Yeah, I, I've oh, used why? all the memes. God. Trust me, I've used all the memes. I understand
2: the context. I feel very, very off not having Castaway in the top three. Damn. Um, how about the war movie? Oh, Saving Private Ryan. All right, we're going to need to bring on Joe, Joe Noga. Um, he can probably soon. help us with some of this. Yeah, he. I saw his reaction in the green room when he, oh. said, <laughs> when, when he said you did not see Castaway. So we're going to oh. move on to our featured interview, talk a little Tom Hanks, then we're going to talk some Guardians. Let's get it going. All right, it is time for our featured interview brought to you by Labat, Sports reporter, Cleveland.com, our buddy and the plane dealer, Joe Noga. Joe, welcome back, sir. How are you?
1: I'm, I'm great. You guys are talking about Tom Hanks movies. I, I felt like I, I'm screaming at the screen the whole time. Chris, you haven't seen Castaway? I haven't what? seen Castaway. Oh, Come on. Good.
0: Was it that good?
1: It was it was a fantastic movie. Tim talking to only, a
0: volleyball
1: the whole time, right? I my mean, only hope is that when Tom Hanks goes out to throw out the first pitch at the Guardians home opener, that he's wearing a Wilson ball glove. That's that's nice. That has to happen.
2: Yeah, there it is.
1: There it is.
2: Or he just you drops guys the ball, and it's just rolling away, and he's just like, "Well said." <laughs> what if he draws the face on the baseball? That would be good. Rules out there
1: well you could you could probably get the the balls that uh cookie carrasco and Trevor Bauer uh made back in twenty seventeen. One of them looked like Wilson. That the Jose Ramirez ball looked like Wilson.
0: I forgot about that. That's right. They made a thing of it that season. Although
1: yeah. oh. they'd they be Rawlings though, so it's kind of different. It's
0: <laughs> right. Right. Totally different thing then at that point.
1: All right, Joe. So we've got
2: top five. Castaway, big, league of their own. Saving Private Ryan and Forrest oh, Gump. Yeah, we have to eliminate two.
1: Oh. It's up to you. I have to eliminate two.
2: Yep. You have to
0: eliminate two.
1: I probably, I probably eliminate big. Oh, uh, and whoa! And
0: only Joe. because,
1: only because wow. I would go with uh, a more influential movie from my upbringing, which was uh, Tom Hanks and Dan Aykroyd in Dragnet. Right. Tom Hanks as uh, Pep uh, Strebeck was the most quotable movie of my age, uh-huh. uh, age uh-huh. eleven year.
0: Arguably the worst Tom Hanks movie ever.
1: Absolutely terrible movie, but it was yeah. so quotable.
0: Yeah. What about Turner and Hooch? I love I loved that. that movie was
1: good. That's yeah. Cool. People forgot thought. about that movie. That
0: I mean, no, <laughs> no
2: double entendre wow. there, but it that, was that, a good movie. All right. What do we? What, all right. So we got rid of Big. What else are we getting rid of, and, Joe?
1: and, you know, maybe I'd get rid of Saving Private Ryan just because his performance in that movie was was great, but the yep. movie as a whole was just so epic that, uh, you know, I, I, that's not the reason. Tom Hanks isn't the reason that I love that movie so much.
2: He
0: didn't carry yep. that movie. He didn't carry
2: that movie. That right. more this the is the analysis one. that we needed from yeah. Joe because I was having, we, were, we weren't going to be able to not whittle that thing down to three. What's your favorite Tom Hanks movie, by the way?
1: Uh, I, I, anyone, you know, I go all the way back to '84 and uh, uh, bachelor party. How do you not? How do you oh, not like bachelor party?
2: Oh, okay, classic.
0: Wow, you're really pulling them out here. That's impressive. You did your Tom Hanks research for the show. It's like it's <laughs> I, been part of I being wrote, part, covering actually, the Guardians these days.
1: Well, I, I in in covering the Guardians, I actually wrote the story about how the Guardians got Tom Hanks to voice that video back in in july uh to introduce them and bob dibiazio who's the vice president of communications with the with with the club uh made some connections that way and bob assured me that tom hanks was not paid any money uh for his services on the voiceover he actually recorded the sound in a closet in greece while he was on vacation there you go guys
0: kidding
2: we debated that at the top
0: of the show. and That clears it all up. How about for throwing out the first pitch? You think he's doing that for free as well? I
1: think so. Yeah. I, I think you put him up in a nice hotel room. You, you yep. feed him a steak, and uh, you, you say thanks for uh, being a part of the monumental transition from Indians to Guardians.
2: Yeah. So,
1: Interesting. all
0: those cheap, cheap jokes that we were making. They're all well, gone.
2: Yeah, and the good thing is that has cleared up a ton of room to, to sign a particular player. Jose Ramirez, how important is a deal for Paul Dolan and the whole crew right now to
1: to lock this thing in? I, I think if you get something done before opening day, it injects a lot of excitement, and uh, you know it, it makes them makes the team something to talk about. Other than you know the the name change to Guardians, the the tiny payroll, and the overwhelming youth on the roster, I think you give uh, fans something to focus on and. And you you generate some excitement around the team.
0: Does it happen before opening day?
1: Uh, That's the big question. There's reports out there that they, they've offered him something in the range of four years and 89 million on top of what they've already got him under contract for. Uh, And that Ramirez and his agent sort of, you know, balked at that. There was a a tweet where his agent just uh, did a LOL. So uh, kind (laughs) of interpret that however you want, but it appears that the two sides are going to meet in Arizona before the club heads to Kansas City this week in an effort to get a deal done by by opening day.
2: Hey Joe, you, know, you it- mentioned the the younger crew that some fans might not really know. Who who are some of those new faces that you think fans should get excited for? Kind of right
1: out of the gate here. I mean, right out of the gate, the, the one you're you're he you probably won't get on the field too much early, but. Uh, you could see Stephen Kwan out there in the outfield, and this is a guy that they they really like for a lot of different reasons. Uh, he's an outfielder who plays all three outfield spots. and heading into tonight's game, uh, he's got twenty twenty eight at bats under his belt in spring training. Uh, he has not struck out once uh, wow. in in that he puts the ball in play, and that's that's what they like about him. Uh, he He can run the bases, he can play the outfield. Uh, he's a, he's a five foot nine stick of dynamite, I guess is, is how you might describe him. And, uh, I can't wait to see him play in a, in a real major league game.
3: Definitely Joe, you know, the fans are kind of all over the spectrum here. Obviously we know that there's going to be some super solid pitching. Maybe the, the work at the plate might be the biggest question with this team. What are your expectations and predictions for how this season could unfold?
1: Uh, I think they're going to struggle to score runs again, uh, this year. And that was that was the case last year. Uh, you got really solid pitching, really solid starting pitching when they were healthy. And it, you're going to see a lot of three to two games and you know two to one ball games. And you're going to be frustrated that they they have runners in scoring position and they can't come through with the big hit. And it's a part of it, it's it's because of uh, they're just a young and still developing ball club. Uh, the guys who are are going to be. In the bottom of that batting order, you're talking about Yu Chang, Owen Miller, Andres Jimenez. These guys have to come through and prove that they're you know, big league hitters now. And they've, they've done that to a degree in spring training so far. But uh, it, it has to happen once the lights go on.
0: What do you expect to see? Obviously, you got shortened spring training. Um, what, what are you seeing so far? How, how set are we going to be for opening day here in just a few days?
1: Well, if you, if you want to talk about the pitching, it's it's going to be a unique unique situation because uh, you know you did lose three weeks of conditioning for the pitchers yeah. and, and and lengthening and stretching those guys out. Normally, by this time in in training camp, you would be at you know guys would be at sixty five to seventy pitches, and then you know their next start, their last start before getting on the uh, the plane to come home and open the season, you know they they'd be stretched out and ready to go, and that's just not the case. Uh, I think it's going to be evident just from the very opening game where Shane Bieber, you know, he only pitched in two games. He's only got about, you know, three, four innings total under his belt. Uh, You will probably see Tristan McKenzie come in and piggyback with Shane Bieber uh, early in that game, a lot earlier than what you would expect from a a Cy Young winner. Interesting.
0: Interesting. Do you think that, that can
2: continue on throughout the year? Do you think that there could be this thing where we have a starting pitcher going and going four or five innings and then another starting pitcher come in? Uh,
1: I I think once you get clear of April and all these extra mm-hmm. off days that are built into the early part of the schedule, uh, and a couple of times into the rotation, these guys will be lengthened out and, and built up. Uh I, I don't with the guys that they have, as long as they're healthy, as long as Bieber and Savali and Plisac and Quantrill are all you know healthy. Knock on wood, uh, they're they're going to pitch just like normal. You know, five six innings, hundred pitch target, something like that. Uh, and and then you know the, the the bullpen, the way it's set up with the expanded roster up to to twenty eight, you'll have guys like Sam Hentges and uh, Trevor Steffen and Connor Pilkington come in and and try to you know bridge that gap to the later innings.
0: Finally, Joe, before we let you go here, will you do us the honor of playing baseball cards with us tonight? Oh, sure. All right. And I don't know, you, you probably haven't seen this on the show before, but it's something I we like to do from time to time. Of course, we did it after uh, um, both Clevenger and um, Plesak got into trouble with the whole baseball cards and going out thing where they were playing cards, and we were interested in what that was all about. So we started playing baseball cards on here. So our version – We uh, we draw. I've got a pack right here. We each. This is kind of a weird pack because it's just one big kind of mass that's overwrapped. But uh, I will pick 10 cards out of here. You will pick 10. We will both pick out of those 10 our best two cards. And then both Nick and Dave are going to judge who's got the best two players. All right. Sound good. All right.
2: Chris is All coming right. off a losing streak. He lost to Zach Plisak last I lost week. To on the
0: last week. We played baseball cards with Plisak. and that did not go well. I need some music here. Let's see if I get some appropriate music. How about this one? Nice. This one. All right. <laughs> what? What do you think about this song, anyway, Joe?
1: You know, after getting the bear, I talked to Sam Getz, the uh, the one of the producers of the song. He's uh, with Welshly Arms. And, you know, talk to him at length about it and, and what they tried to do, the concept that they, they tried to bring everything together all in this one piece. Uh, you know, I, I liked that. I played it a bunch of times and listened to it. Uh, it's it's not what I would, you know, what I would call, you know, driving, you know, on a road trip music or anything like that. But I can hear it around the ballpark and it can it can bump the the uh, the broadcasts in and out for me. It, I, I'm, I'm all right with it.
0: Where does it rank among some of these others like this one?
1: Nice. Oh,
2: that that one's not bad. You can't beat that.
1: That's impossible. Yeah, but you can go to Kansas or, City and hear that one. That Tribe Time Now is a pretty pretty solid entry, but the uh, Talking Baseball, Talking Tribe, they, yeah. they played that one in Kansas City for the Royals. They just changed the words.
2: Yeah, is there any I, reason they didn't, didn't realize that? that? Really?
1: Or, yeah. You At the same time, you could go to Kansas City and hear that same song.
0: Oh, I did not realize that. That's interesting.
1: Oh.
2: <laughs> huh.
0: Did we rip it off of them, or did they rip it off of us?
1: I think it was probably just offered to both at the same time. Somebody made some money off of that one. Yeah. Wow. All
0: right. Do you want the first ten cards off the top of this deck, or do you want the next ten after that,
1: Joe? I, I always cut the deck, so I'll go the I'll go the next ten. The
0: next ten. Okay. I'm going to good card one. Here we go. I've got Mickey Hatcher, first baseman from the Dodgers. Ooh. Wow. I've got. What year is this? this is uh, what Ninety year is Don Ross. Ninety Dondras. There you go. Wow. Look at Joe. Joe anything knows. I his got car. a box
1: of those in the in, I mean in my basement right now. They're I could probably go pull out ten out of that box right now that beat anything you got in your hand. Wow. Ooh,
0: man, he's talking trash. That's the first time we've talked trash on here. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: Uh that's the second one. This is kind of ominous, actually. The second one is Steve Olin, pitcher from the Indians.
2: All oh. right, good there. card. It's a good card. Yeah.
0: Dan Quisenberry, pitcher from the Cardinals. Okay. Gene Larkin, first baseman from the Twins. Scott Scudder, pitcher from the Reds. Boy, I'm not getting many cards here, gentlemen. Lenny Harris, third baseman from the Dodgers. Oh, look at this. The Elder McCullers, Lance McCullers, pitcher from the Yankees. Hmm. How many cards is that now? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven cards. I've only got three left, and I'm in trouble. Got Cal Daniels, outfielder from the Dodgers. Steve Lake from the Phillies. And Ken Howell from the Phillies. <laughs> Holy Oof. crap. I've got nothing, man. I'm going to have to go. That is, that is go poverty
1: and, right there. You got to go uh, Steve Olin.
0: I'm going to go Steve Olin, I guess. Um, And Lance McCullers. I knew
3: that? that was what he was going to pick. I'm going to go All right,
0: Joe, let's see what you got. I'm going to discard this bad one. All right. You've got Dion James. I don't remember a Deion James, outfielder from your Cleveland Indians? Mm-hmm. Do you remember Deion James? I do not. This guy looks stacked, too. Yeah. Oh my God. This is an amazing card. Your second card, outfielder from the Yankees, a guy who looks very disinterested in this picture. Deion Sanders.
1: Deion Sanders. Wow. Yeah.
0: Look at that picture. He looks like he does not want to be there at all. That is a fantastic pull. You are going to so I, I get
1: Hall of Fame football points for that card, right? Yeah, yeah, you get on
0: both, both sides of the ledger. Norm Charlton,
1: not bad from the Reds.
0: Oh, another good one. David Wells, pitcher from the Blue Jays. Wow. So, um, oh, you've already beat me. Okay, you beat me again. The next guy is Ken Caminiti from the Astros. There you go. You should have shuffled. Uh, yeah, no shit. <laughs> Dennis Lamp from the Red Sox. Jim Corsi, pitcher from the A's. Luis Rivera. Rivera, shortstop from the Red Sox. Dennis Rasmussen. Is that it? Dennis Rasmussen. This is nine right here. And, and this Tim is Lauder, catcher from the Twins. And that's it. Now, I'll, so, take my
1: Dave, I'll take my David Wells and my Deion Sanders and get uh, you apart. quite handily. <laughs> yeah.
0: Versus Steve Olin and Lance McCullers. First of all, Nick, do you know who David Wells and Deion Sanders are? Yes. <laughs> all right. You know both of those players. Very good. That's a good place to start. Dave, who are you voting for? Is it going to be me or Joe?
2: Nick, I feel like there's no real debate here. No right? no real debate. Yeah, it's this was a two- clear landslide. Let's put him up. There is the winner, ladies and gentlemen. Joe
3: Noga crushing reflug
2: Two game <laughs>
3: losing streak for Reflog and David Wells. I think Pleasac had him last week. Yeah. Oh really? We'll have yeah. to go roll the tape. I think that's the the second week that David Wells has been part of a winner. This well, Dion Sanders card is
1: fantastic good. too. He Chris, just Chris crazy. made the mistake of not taking Quisenberry. That was he was uh, way yeah, more yeah. accomplished than McCullers. Oh, there
0: you go. That's the yeah. insider knowledge that you have. I'm sure I'm sure it would have mattered to Nick. Yeah, you too.
1: definitely would have won there, Chris. Yeah.
3: <laughs>
2: Deion Sanders, DJ and Chris. That's oh, right.
0: That was rough. That Joe, was rough. people
2: are trying to get pumped up for the Guardians. Uh, give them some stuff to read. Where where can they find
1: all that good stuff? Uh Cleveland.com/slash guardians. That's where uh Paul Hoynes and myself uh will have all of our season preview material coming out tomorrow. We just did our Our uh, predictions for, you know, division winners and playoffs and uh, awards, MVP, Cy Young and and Rookie of the Year, Uh, those are up on the site today. Uh, And then as we head towards opening day, we'll have uh, predictions on the records and a breakdown of the roster, just looking at, you know, what to expect from some of these guys and some of these guys who, who, I think there's eight guys on the Guardians opening day roster who have not been on an opening day uh, roster in their career, so... That's, That's amazing. pretty significant. That, that
2: is amazing. wild.
1: All right, Should Joe. Be an
0: interesting season. Joe, Thank we're going to have to you. check in a couple of times this season with you. Hopefully, you're great. up for it. Um, Thank you for coming on tonight. Great right, as guys, always.
2: Thanks. thanks, Joe. All right, Joe Doga, ladies and gentlemen. Great stuff out of Joe. Got me a little more excited for the Indians, right?
0: Every time we talk to somebody either playing for the Indians or around the Indians, he gets you. A little guardians, bit
2: guardians, guardians, guardians. Oh, yeah. What did I say? Park, yeah, a, a, dollar yeah, oh, a dollar in the jar. Yeah. dollar
0: in the jar. Guardians.
2: Right. <laughs> Give me a year. Let's move on to headlines. What's that name again? I yeah, I get you pumped up there, folks. I feel like I'm walking into a youth group at church. Like, it yeah. is. Yeah. All right. Headlines. <laughs> Cleveland Headlines, uh, brought to you by TSE Cleveland. Go look for those tweets where we give away weekly giveaways, new winner every show, signed, autographed, Browns gear. Go check it out, TSE Cleveland. And this week, I believe, we have a pretty good one here. We have uh, a Denzel Ward 8x10 signed poster. Yeah. And the winner Chris would you like to announce the winner Let me see if I can find it Yes
0: <laughs> and the winner is <laughs> At G Castelletti 216 six G O. Congratulations on that Signed Denza award 8x10 I have A lot of people vying for that one That is a nice prize Thank you TSE
2: Good stuff Really good stuff. Nordonia right, legend. Nordonia legend. Nobody right. wants my autograph. Get him on the show, Nick. He's Working your high school on buddy. Let's Working go. On Working on it. All right, all right. You all right, see. let's keep. Let's talk some baseball. Keep it going because we are approaching opening day. And we've got Shane Bieber and Tom Hanks. Uh, Factory of Sadness tweeted this out. Uh, we will, they'll, they'll both be on the mound at the same time. We talked about this with uh Joe, Joe Noga. Tom Hanks just keeps coming up during the show. I think it's going to be something that goes on for a very, very long time. Nick, what's your excitement level for Bieber out there? One of the best pitchers in the show. Uh, Tom Hanks out there, obviously. That's a, a big one. What is your level of excitement? If I put a fun meter out there, where would you be? I'm not there yet,
3: guys. And and I'm trying to get there. Maybe maybe Zach Plesak had me as close as I was going to get last week. I, I think this Jose Ramirez stuff looming in the shadows is kind of what's breaking me apart from being all the way excited about opening day. Obviously, I'm excited for Bieber. I'm excited for Tristan McKenzie. I know Joe Noga just dropped a very interesting nugget right on our show here about Tristan McKenzie, but I think it could be a breakout year for him, for Plesak, friend of show, for Savalli, friend of Italy, the country. And uh, I'm just like... <laughs> <laughs> not that excited about about the bats. It's like Joe said, I, I asked him sure. for that reason and he gave me the answer that I was fearful of that it could be a very long year. So I'm just not that excited yet. Maybe a Jose Ramirez extension could get me there, but not right now.
0: So after talking to Joe, do you think it, it might work out better for the Guardians if if maybe Tom Hanks not only throws out the first pitch, but maybe works the first couple of innings?
2: Yeah, or at least, you know, put him in the rotation.
0: Right. That that way it can kind of, you know, Beavers not all the way stretched out. Given like the third inning, he comes in, works the middle innings, you know, the rosy innings, as I like to call them. And then, uh, then we bring him.
2: <laughs> Tom Hanks just pitching one inning a game. What if Tom Hanks, instead of,
3: instead of pitching, what if Tom Hanks fills in for Hamilton during the rosy
2: innings? There that, you that, go. Now I'm on talking. to something. That would be nice. <laughs> That Chris, I don't know. What are you, what are you excited about? Are are you getting there? We're we're just about at opening day.
0: Have we sold out the home opener yet? No. I don't think so. Oof. That's, that's brutal, it, guys. That's I mean, that tells you that tells you all you need to know. Yeah. I mean, really. We haven't done anything this off season. We signed a backup catcher and then Brian Shaw. I, I just I don't know. And I, and you know, Dave, you and I, and you know, our generation, like we're, we're the last bastions of people who really like baseball. It seems like my yeah, kids,
2: I mean, we remember slider. Yeah. Putting the You yeah. know, when they sell out the, the next game, I forget how many hundreds of games sold out, but him over on the uh, balcony putting Changing the, it the and everything
0: out. else. Yeah. Now we're yeah. in a completely different place, a completely different place. And I'd love to have some things that make me feel good. I mean, this team is not, for all the lack of moves, we're not going to be a bad team, I don't think. With pitching like we've got, um, it, but it's going to be a frustrating-as-hell team, once again, because we're not going to be able to score runs. We're going to see good pitching performances, and every week we're going to be coming on here going, God bless it, if we could score a couple of runs, we'd be good. you know. And I could just see that happening, especially early on, um, before things kind of get away from us later on in the season. But I, I don't know. You know. If you're going to make a name change... Make a splash. Yep. Go get some people. You know, yes. make this exciting. Don't just throw Tom it, it Hanks It shouldn't at the be the only
2: thing that you can talk about.
0: Yeah, don't throw Tom yeah. Hanks at the situation as a human shield and, and then think you're going to Multiple be times. Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
2: okay.
0: I, I don't care who's running for whatever you, office in your family. You've got to give the fans something on yeah. the field.
2: What promo video are we going to get out of the Guardians if we don't sign Jose from Tom Hanks? <laughs> it's gonna it's gotta be like a four minute one. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And it's basically going to be him saying we're a bridge to the Brown season. I
2: mean, yeah, Yeah,
3: for real. It's, it's like turning into, and I know Chris and Dave, you guys just mentioned the generational thing for my generation. and, And I love baseball too. I'm watching it become more and more like going to a Cleveland monsters or a Cleveland gladiators game where it's something that you do and it's nice weather and you hang out outside and you stand in the standing room and have some drinks with your friends. But you don't care what's going on in the field one way or another. I, I see that happening with the younger generation and it's tough, man. Like people don't care because the owners don't care. And and that's the brutal part about what's going on right now.
2: Yeah, that is true. Uh, hey, Anthony Lyman, ninety two three, the fan tweeted this out. I think it was our worst tweet last week, but we didn't get to it. So our producer Dollar Dog Nick really wanted us to talk about this one. Uh, he tweeted out, "If we are ever going to be a true sports town, who that's a that's a tough way to start one in Cleveland. Uh, we can't have fans wearing Browns jerseys to Cavs games while sitting courtside." Nick, I'm I'm curious. I'm gonna start with you. What, do, do you care if? Cavs fans are wearing Browns jerseys at Cavs games. No, don't care at that's, all.
3: Yeah, I don't care, and I'm also not a get mad at adults for wearing jerseys Like, wear whatever you want. If sure. like people are like, oh, I'm not going to wear someone's name on my back that's not my own name, and someone that's younger than me. Like, who cares? You're a fan of the of the player of the game. Who cares? It's a jersey. You're going to the vets, have fun. Let people have their fun. I don't care.
0: Yeah, it's always a game for me. Whenever you go to the go to the games just when's the first baker mayfield jersey you're gonna see
2: yeah chris you know? we had fun with that at the Cavs game though. Man. especially now
0: oh yeah now it'll be it's gonna get tougher and tougher <laughs> Now it's <laughs> really gonna become a game before it wasn't that hard you swing a dead cat by the tail you'll hit three but now it's gonna be a little bit different so uh, yeah i don't i don't care in fact i think it shows that we're a multi-sport you know they're attending a Cavs game giving their hard-earned money but they still got a brown so there's two sports right there now, what it would really be impressive is somebody sitting courtside in guardians gear right now. <laughs> nobody seems to be supporting them. That Come on, would really Chris, you don't, a sports town.
3: You don't got your miles straw jersey ready for opening day, dude. I got know your. your
0: thing. Yeah, I don't know if they changed it yet. You can't even order a custom jersey. I can't get oh, my Law Guardians jersey yet. Wow. Come
3: on, you're Bradley Zimmer? You're not You're not lining wow. up with a team shop to get your
2: Bradley that's, Zimmer? That's not right. I've got that's that billion.
0: home and away in the Indians, of course, and
2: I, they, I'm, I'm
0: waiting to pull the trigger on that for the Guardians.
2: Chris, I would wait a little bit longer because you know that the Guardians are going to send their social team, and they're going to send you your very own jersey which is a, a PNG image that you can share on the internet. <laughs> That's right. I remember when they did that a few years ago. Hello, oh, so thanks great. for this picture. All right, let's move on. We're going to talk playoffs next week, but Cavaliers regular season ends Sunday. How Nick, I, you're a resident diehard Cavs fan. Um, how, how are you going to remember this season? It's been a lot of ups and downs.
3: Yeah, it's honestly, I've had some, taken some time to digest this. It's honestly one of the best Cavs seasons of my life. Like, this is the first Cavs season that they have had a winning record without LeBron since Jared Allen, Darius Garland, Evan Mobley, and myself have been alive. So this season has been a, a whole lot of fun. I know we do the fun meter all the time. Oh, but yeah. it truly has been a, a lot of fun and that's how I'll remember it. It was derailed a little bit by injuries, but at the end of the day, it's a team that has a superstar point guard, a couple really good young players and Jared Allen and Evan Mobley, who could be the face of the franchise and the face of the league. Candidly, the sky is the limit for him and, and some really solid bench pieces with, you know, our role-playing pieces with Levert and some of the other guys, that's how I'll remember it is really the start of something new and something special because play in game playoffs, whatever the the season is a success to me.
0: I agree yeah, with you. Yep. I agree with you. And it's not like we were winning the championship this year anyway. Right. But but I will tell you, boy, it, the enduring image for me of this season with all our success is going to be Jared Allen Hitting his left hand on the yeah. other side of the rim, Ugh. that changed everything, didn't it? Yeah, I, I mean, our presence inside is just non-existent, and we got Joel Embiid and guys like that in the Eastern Conference. That just completely changes these ball games for us.
3: And it's been a brutal stretch too, because even and before that, you had the Darius Gar- the the Darius right. Garland back right. thing. So it's been just a brutal stretch. And that yeah, that Allen injury was kind of just the straw that broke the camel's back. It really seems.
0: But the the good part is we're not talking about you know the 2016 Cavs or a Cavs team with LeBron where every year you're expected to win it all and if you don't it's a failure. This is an actual build. That's what Coach yeah. Waltman's doing. So and this is a step. We didn't expect to win it all. We expected maybe to make the playoffs this year. I don't even think there were that many people thinking we were going to go to the playoffs at the beginning of the year with this young no young one. Roster. I mean and, Adam uh, Silver I right, right now we're right there.
3: Yeah, and Adam Silver gave the team a shout out during All-Star weekend and said that Cleveland is building a super team the right way. Like yeah. what, oh, greater... what else is
0: he going to say though? Come on. I mean what he's greater compliment say.
3: than that, he's that in you the could city. give. Yeah, for sure, but but is is he wrong? I mean it's no, we no, we he's... traded for Jared Allen, it was a very, tr- you know, fair underrated trade because it was the third piece of a different massive trade, and then you have all the rest of the guys you just drafted yourself.
2: Yeah, Mobley is your
3: own. Darius is your own. Nick
2: wasn't. I. I think you're with me on this. Wasn't there a time this season when we looked so good at the in the back of your mind? You're like, we could win it all this year if no. we stayed healthy. No. No. Yes. No.
0: yes. We're. I mean, we're... how high and or drunk would you have had to have been? Yes, at the end of the night, you say, "Man, this team, we're looking good." Mobley. There's
2: just not, <laughs> not that many teams, I guess, out there that really scare me. Like we like we played the Bucks really well one time. Sixers we always struggled with. But I was gonna
0: say with Embiid out there, man. I don't know. I that's another enduring image is him dunking on Allen. Unfortunately, yeah. I, I hate to know. pick out the negatives in a, in a season yeah. with a lot of positives, but yeah. there are some things that just stick out to say,
2: oh boy. How about this? I feel like we it's could have competed team. with any team.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I and agree. they're super young. They're 22, 23-year-old guys that that right. h- candidly have no playoff experience or play-in experience or even big game experience at all. So the fact that they're playing in some tough basketball games down the stretch, like the other night in Philadelphia, where it was tough sledding and whistles were not going in the Cavaliers way. That's a learning moment. That's moments that JB Bickerstaff is going to just have to stack on top of each other this offseason as we, you know, start to look towards next year. But obviously, we have a playoff outlook to look forward to. We'll talk that next week, I'm sure. But yeah, season is such a success in my eyes.
2: Absolutely. Yes. Yes, it is. All right. So next week, we have a ton going on we have one week closer to the draft we will get into a little bit more draft with the browns even though we gave up a lot of our picks we've got Cavs playoff basketball coming and we've got the guardians so we finally have a ton of news after a very long winter i am looking forward to that chris the only thing i wanted to talk to you about we didn't talk any masters tiger woods man Wow. How you, how you feeling about this?
0: So he's a game time decision is what his camp is saying right now. Wow. He played a practice round today. And actually, my father, Dave, yes. was there at that practice round. I have not talked to him since what? then. But could you imagine? So he gets tickets. He'd never been down there to Augusta, never done the Masters things, gets tickets to the practice round. You say, OK, you know, you're there. Very you know, hard to do get. anything just to be there is a big deal. You know You're in the gates, you're eating the pimento sandwiches, you got the whole master's experience. Sure, it's not the tournament, but it's a practice round. You say that's pretty darn good, right? Yep. And then you find out that you're going to be seeing the number one practice round that'll be played probably for the next 20 years in Tiger Woods. Is he coming back? Is yep. he not? He's trying to decide whether his game's in shape. Everybody is interested. The nation is watching. This is huge for the Masters. And you just happen to be there because you got a ticket to this practice round. So am I jealous,
2: Dave?
0: <laughs> yes. I am very jealous of my father right now who is down there. No. Watching the practice round with Tiger Woods trying to decide whether he can go for the Masters while I am on air with both of you clowns.
2: Right. <laughs> That's all right. And these three clowns will be back next Monday night, 9 p.m. Thanks to Shaq News. Go check them out on Twitter, on their website, Shacknews.com, on Twitch for the live video game streams. Uh, go drink some Labat Blues, Labat Blue Lights, Labat Blue Tarts, Labat Blue Seltzers. They have a ton out there. Go pick those up. Get some GV shirts like this Jake shirt. And go to C- TSE Cleveland and check out some signed Browns gear. We'll see you next week, live every Monday night 9 p.m. See you then.